0: Great Family Church, we just heard an exposition from Dan Herbster on 1 John chapter 4 verses 7 through 21. So a big big text for him because he's typically dealing with smaller sections. Uh, But he titled his exposition, Gospel-Centered Love, which I think could be, if there were a subtitle, if we subtitled sermons, it could be the origin story of love. Because he really hit that. Uh, 21 times in the passage, we see the Greek word agape, love. So he's hitting it over and over. There were four points in the sermon. The audience for love, the command to love, the test of love, the cause of love, symmetrical points... You know, Dan brought it again with the symmetrical point. <laughs> an yeah. outline never changes a life but it does help for you to, <laughs> for you to memorize things and um, so that, that was helpful. And I, I thought it was interesting as well that he pulled four points from the first verse of that section which was verse 7, verse seven yeah. but then um, every point was reiterated all throughout through verse 21. So I thought oh, that was an interesting yes. way yeah. to, to break it down. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that really stuck out to me was this? He said, one of the ways you show that you love the God you cannot see is to love his children that you do see. And one of the things I've been praying about this week is that I would just not be known as being a hard man, but a loving man. Hmm. And um, not neglecting truth, of course, truth and love. Yes. It's a paradox there, but I just want to be a loving man and not a hard man. So this really... Um, hit me in some really good places today so i was thankful for it um, anything stick out to you anything you want to address
1: yeah you know one of the things that it was the second one was the, the command to love that he unpacked and i think you know we understand once you've been born again that you are the audience of god's love so we know that intuitively just because of what he did for us in yeah. the cross that feeds into point number four. But the thing for me just to continually remember is this command to love. And it is something that I have to be aware of. It's so easy to get caught up in everyday life of going to work nine to five. Well, I, just, I do much more hours than that. But, <laughs> yes. You know, spending time with my wife and spending time yes. with my small group that I have to open up that audience and that aperture mm. to love to everybody within Faith Family Church mm. and be deliberate about it because uh, before you know it, days, weeks, months can go by and like, have I really taken the time to, to love that specific brother or sister mm. in Christ that I haven't, you know, talked with in, in a while and, and part of that is certainly by praying for them but reaching out to them Mm. engaging them, forgiving people that, mm. that maybe, you know, have, have wronged me, having right. that reconciliation within yes. the body of Christ. And I just have to always remember that I am commanded to love within mm. the body.
0: Mm. So mm. many arenas we can work that out in. Right. Herbster mentioned some as well, and then you just mentioned one, your wife. Like, how, how do you practically work this out in marriage? What, what excellent dinner table conversation from this sermon that you can have tonight like okay um, honey this was on love and i've received the love of god and i want to give the love of god to you what are some things i do that make you feel loved like what a great conversation you could have over the table same with um children you know and and um work environment you could work it out so just so so many different so many different areas absolutely helpful
2: yeah Hmm. Yeah, i think on a on a practical note and what what you said that that Dan was referring to is loving your brother. I was I was reading an article. I think it was just said something something in the effect of like love what is near, and yeah. and uh, it, it's easy to talk a big game like hey you know we need to <laughs> yeah. love others yeah. Yeah. we need to love our our uh, country we need to love our neighborhood and but like where where are you going to start with that well you could just start by loving the person to your left and to your right mm. uh it reminded me to just like, oh i just i should just pray for my neighbors to the left and to the right of me and if i'm ministering to them then eventually yeah it's going to hopefully mm. impact the neighborhood but like yes. but but why why do the the pull to the to the grandiose yes the the big right? loving what is close to us mm. and am, and am i doing that faithfully that's what i was just challenged, convicted by: Am I doing that faithfully? Am I doing it uh, to God's glory, um, or am I doing it in a way for other people to, to notice me, mm. like, mm. oh, he's really loving? It's like, well, I, I want people to see Christ in me, not just mm. that I'm doing something well. Yes. Yeah. So that, that's what I brought a lot of conviction, but then also just just the practical reiteration of like a plenty of people that I can just love right next mm. to me. That's
0: right, good. and so many, so many of our. Um, You know, our church tends to trend a little younger, but we have quite a few um, elderly, senior citizens who are quarantined or not quite comfortable coming to church yet because of the COVID madness. Um, There are real practical ways we can love our church members as well. Um, So like church family, do you know who they are? If you don't, all you got to do is just contact the pastors and we'll tell you who they are and you can reach out or you can send flowers or, you know, you can do a phone call. You know, you've got people that are by themselves and a phone call would mean everything to them. So there's many ways we can love. Um, I would imagine some people listening to this are like, wait a minute, three dudes talking about love on a platform? Maybe you should have (laughs) three women talking about love on a platform. (laughs) Why is that? Why do we feel like that? Like it's, like it's a weakness for men to talk about love. Um, or am I just making that up? Or do you mm. feel like there's just a natural thing, like we're hesitant to talk about love? I,
1: I think that we, by nature, have to pr- put off a, a presence of strength, you know? And, mm. and so sometimes we think of, of presenting love as being a weakness or a vulnerability mm. or a sensitivity that is not commonplace mm. within Within males, but uh, there's nothing ungodly about. It. There's nothing mm-hmm. unmanly. I think it, more, more. Moreover, it is very manly to mm-hmm. love people and to have that, that godly agape love, mm-hmm. um, you know, within the body of Christ. So we just have to kind of buck up and stop being so so proud and so yes. you know appearance-driven and recognize that it is scriptural. Yes. I think you know one of the things that I have oft, often wrestled with is you know the great commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. We can talk about love in an abstract sense. And, mm. and, and you know, it sounds great to love your neighbor as yourself, but how do you really do that? Mm. you Are going to give your neighbor your car? I mean, mm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> here's my bank account. Here's my house. Have yeah. that. I mean, come yeah. <laughs> But yeah. stop and really peel back the mm. onion. There's a lot to that. Mm. With actually loving mm. people the way that that we, you know, want to be loved ourselves, mm. certainly isn't easy. Yes. Excellent. Yeah, it demands a lot of self-sacrifice that, yeah. quite
2: honestly, it's just easier to be like, oh, I'm not... I don't have time for that right now. I don't feel like doing it right now. Mm. So I, I, I think some of it's just the cultural injection of like love is something that you, like it's, it's just so overarchingly feelings-based. Mm. It's, it's just, it is an emotion. It's something you fall into. It's <laughs> yes. not something that you, it's not something you practice. Right. And um, even going back to the love your neighbor as yourself, I remember, I think it was John Piper said like, why did Jesus say love your neighbor as yourself? It's like well it's because you're already you are the best person at loving you, right right <laughs> you already know how to love you well yeah and and so love it, but loving others is that's, that's tough yeah, that's tough and yes. uh, um, and it's just easier i think in our not just in our society in other societies as well for guys to be like the the bent is toward being or feeling angry yes. um, over. Over love, um, and and because it does. that's
0: praised even in men. Yes, oh, yeah. like yeah. that's leadership, or you know, yes, according yeah. to the culture, it's
1: considered virtuous to be a, a tough, you know, hard, hard-nosed mm. guy. Yeah. Yes. What, what do you? Th- what's your answer to that? What do you think?
0: Um, I, I really liked how how Hurster pointed out that we can't produce this love; mm-hmm. God produces this love in us. Uh, his love produces our love. He said yeah, it m- yeah. more cleverly. Yeah. Is that a word, cleverly? He, he said it more clever <laughs> sure. than I said it. His love produces our love. And so that was uh, mm-hmm. that was really helpful. This is not something I have to work up. Mm-hmm. This is something the gospel works out. Right. It should be there. And if it's not there, then there's a, there's a heart problem with me. Um, <clears throat> one more thing here. He brought out something that I've never seen in this passage before. Um, he talked about the Trinity and he talked about the Trinity is not an embarrassing technicality for Christianity Mm -hmm. and how there was love with the love within the Trinity is a model for us Mm. and um, that was so good you know God didn't we didn't create love this was something that existed before in in the Trinity Mm. Um, that was powerful to me Uh, any other comments before we finish
1: yeah you know i I really liked how he said the gospel is the most powerful expression of love and so in order for us to really understand it we have to frame our mind around the fact that that god sent his son to die for us so we see love really personified in christ's work on the cross and 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 we have to look at just how much he gave of himself how much he suffered to give us his love and it's not this you know abstract God God is love and you can do whatever you want God is love and the fact that he died the death that we deserved. so we have to continually remember that gospel focus of love yes. and then and then self-sacrificially allow it to flow through us as we love others and sometimes uh, love is bringing people the truth I don't want to hear yes uh, love is not ignoring sin love yes. is not you know uh, accommodating sin or glossing over sin love is oftentimes bringing them the truth that Christ died for that sin that they are living in yes yeah. yes
0: which is what God did for us he correct. loved us by showing us what correct you know, exactly <laughs> really yes. good and that's 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 what made this sermon gospel centered right. is the fact that that he showed where this love, the origin story of love, yeah. and this origin story, his his beginning origin story, was yeah. so, so good, so, <laughs> yeah. so good, so didn't Yes, it was very herster. <laughs> I didn't a couple of them. I didn't I didn't understand because I've I've never seen like Batman or any of the things like that. I've never seen Star Wars or Star Trek or anything. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm not, people tell me lot. I'm not even. People tell me you're not even an American. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, this was just. This was really helpful because it was. Um, like I came today to do soul work, and the text did soul work in me. Hmm. I I saw my anger. I saw my frustration. I saw how that was inconsistent with the love that God has given me, and um, so just wonderful opportunity to deal with our sin. Yes. Which is, um, I mean, yep. if we ever open the scriptures and and we're not seeing our sin, then something is wrong with us, right. desperately wrong yes. with us. You have anything before we leave? Yeah, I,
2: I think that you know it's it's such a strange thing to approach First John because uh, there's a lot of people, and I've, I there's been times in my life where I felt this way, where like you read through something like First John, God's love, we experience the love of God. There's a sense in our in our culture like the way that we talk about loving others and being loved and self-love even mm. where we think that we would like there's a part of us that deserves mm. God to love us mm. and what's what's radical about first John is it real I mean it really just like it, it hits hard with like Jesus being the propitiation for our mm. sin yes. like Dan, Dan said it it's it's to satisfy God's wrath. Mm. And, and he even went further with that. Well, why, why does God need his wrath satisfied? Well, it's because he's good. A mm. uh, big, big influencer of mine, Tim Keller, he said, in order for you to, to love anything or anyone truly, you must hate mm. what, what stands in the way of them coming to fruition as a person. Mm. You, you hate what would like infect your family. With with wickedness, uh, it, it's right and it's good. Like if you really love them, you are going to hate what is evil. Yes. And God so loves us that His love necessitates that He that He hates. Um, and I, I find it to be just so helpful and clarifying. Uh, you can read through First John and be like, oh, there's there's some. It's just it's simple because there's a lot of repetition and mm. we're supposed to be loving. We have to love our brother and. But there's, there's so much rich depth, yes. like even with the Trinity. You know, yes. I and mean, there's so much that we yes. can go in with, with that of like mm. God's overflowing love toward us, and that, that love is what it, it is what conquers, mm. uh, but, but love as defined in, in all of who God is. So.
0: Yeah, it's excellent. So, so if we really want to understand love, we don't go to Hallmark movies, we don't go to <laughs> rom coms, we go to propitiation.
1: Yes. I mean, basically yes. what he said
0: like, you can't yes. understand love. In these areas, you have to go to propitiation to truly understand love. And so uh, even like super practical sermons here are grounded in deep theology. So really helpful. Church, we love you. Look forward to seeing you next Sunday.
1: Thank you for listening to this resource of Faith Family Church.